Nothing But the Words, episode number 65. Hardcover, paperback, ebook, or audiobook. Welcome to Nothing But the Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now, here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But the Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are going well. For years now, people have worried about an expected decline in book reading. With the invention of computers and the internet and then smartphones, so many people were worried that people would just stop reading books altogether. So in this episode, I want to talk about what formats you might want to publish your book in and the pros and cons of some of them. But first we have to ask the question, do people still read books? With the constant access to social media, streaming networks, online videos, podcast video games, all the many distractions of the world, it would be easy to believe that no one wants to read books anymore. But fortunately, that's very much not true. A 2019 study by the Pew Research Center found that 72% of adults, American adults surveyed, stated that they had read at least one book in the previous 12 months. The same survey found that the, quote, typical American, whoever that is, had read four books in the previous month. And those numbers had not really changed over a decade. So there was not a decline being seen. People who read were still reading. Some of this is common sense if you're a reader, right? You can't possibly think that you're the only person left reading books. We can see the New York Times bestsellers list. We can see bookstores that are still functioning, even without giving over half the stores floor space to toys. <laughs> I know I went into Barnes and Noble years ago and just almost just passed out because it seemed like there were more toys and games than books on the first floor of the store. But They have to do what they have to do to survive. But there are plenty of independent bookstores that sell books exclusively and are doing quite fine. So do you read books? Do other people in your household read? Do any of your friends and relatives read books? Do your friends on social media post about books that they're reading? I personally am surrounded by people who want to tell me about the latest book they've read, how great it is, and why I should read it. It never even occurred to me to question whether or not people are reading books because in my world, most people do read books. But it's nice to have my assumptions, which are purely anecdotal, confirmed by the survey results, which is that plenty of people, in fact, most people are still reading books. According to the survey, people who hold a bachelor's degree or an advanced degree are more likely to read books than folks who don't hold a degree. So you may want to take that into consideration when you're writing for your audience. The one result that I didn't quite understand was the decline in men who reported themselves as book readers. Reading increased for most groups, but among men, it actually declined from 2018 to 2019. In 2018, 73% of the men surveyed said they had read at least one book in the prior 12 months. But in 2019, that number dropped from 73% to 68%. Maybe it was a fluke, but the bottom line is that even if men are reading fewer books or fewer men are reading books, I should say, the majority of Americans still report that they read. They do read books. As an author, you need to keep in mind, though, that some of your readers are really married to their preferred format. They have a way that they like to read books and they stick to it. 
Now, back in the day, I used to buy all of my books in hardcover if I could find them that way. I just love the weightiness of a hardcover book. I've since, because I've moved so many times, gone to paperback and even ebook for certain books, which I'll talk about more later. But I do still love a beautiful hardcover book. Most self-published authors, however, are going to skip publishing in hardcover for a couple of reasons. Number one, it can be cost prohibitive. You do have to charge more for your book or accept and or accept that you'll make a smaller profit from each book sale. So it costs more to print those books. You'll either have to raise the price or accept that you'll make less money on each book. And you don't want to raise your price beyond what seems reasonable to your audience. I've had a couple of clients who wanted to do these dynamic books and charge 50 or 60 or several hundred dollars for them, but you've got to have a very niche audience for that. Most people are going to top out at around $25 with the exception of coffee table books. So you don't want to be printing books that cost you so much money that you can no longer make a profit on them. And the second reason why most self-published authors are going to skip the hardcover version of their book is because as of right now, companies do not offer print-on-demand services for hardcover books. Print-on-demand is how most books, especially most self-published books, are sold these days. So a company like Amazon does not keep a warehouse full of your books. When you self-publish with Amazon, they don't keep a warehouse full of your books to ship to people in case they want to order it. They print a copy when someone orders it. So they have the technology there where they don't have to print a bunch of copies in advance. There's no money wasted, no money lost because they only print the copy when they're selling it. But you can't do that for hardcover. They don't offer that service for hardcover. So if you decide to publish your book in hardcover, you then have to figure out how you're going to print and distribute it. Can it be done? It absolutely can be done. I've had clients who've done it on a small scale, but it is a lot more work than simply uploading your book to Amazon and other distributors and letting them manage it, other booksellers and distributors, and letting them manage the process by printing on demand. So most self-published authors are going to skip that step and go straight to paperback books. According to the survey, 37% of Americans say they only read printed books. So they're not listening to audiobooks. They are not downloading ebooks. They just want to read a printed book. They want to have that book they can hold in their hand. And another 28% said they read both print and digital. And that digital includes ebooks and audiobooks. I fall into that second category. There are certain books I still want to hold in my hand. I want to flip the pages and underline and make notes in the margins. I want to sit it on my bookshelf and see it there. I want to be able to have conversation about it when my kids come home or friends come over and share the book. Other books I read on my tablet with my Kindle app. These are often books, though, that I get on sale for $3 or less. And so it's irresistible to me (laughs) to get the book's $1.99. It's by an author I love or it's on a topic I'm really interested in. I'm probably just going to get it. I also like to read ebooks when I'm doing research because it's very easy to search the book when you want to go back and find something. Super simple to do a search when you have it on your Kindle or other e-reader app. The cool thing for authors is that people like me will often get the ebook. And if we love it, we will also order a paperback version. We'd like to hold that book in our hands, but there are a few circumstances in which you might skip the print version. Some people are publishing highly interactive eBooks these days. So they link to videos and they have other things that happen on the tablet that can't happen in a book. So in that case, you might skip the printed version of your book. 
I've also published some really short books that made sense to sell as eBooks, but did not make sense to sell as printed books. A tech book where the technology is quickly and constantly changing might make sense more as an ebook than a print book because it's very simple to update your ebook version of a book. You can update the printed version as well, but your readers will automatically get the updated version. So if you buy an ebook, the author goes in and updates it, it will be automatically downloaded to your e-reader, at least through Amazon it will. And while if you do a whole new version, then people will have to buy the whole new version. But if you just make simple updates, it makes sense to do it through the ebook version. Those are some exceptions when it might make sense to exclusively publish as ebook, but for most authors, a printed book is a must. If you're speaking from the stage, you want to have books in the room. You want to be able to sell those books from the back of the room. If you would like to use your book to give to clients or potential clients or audiences, you are better off leaving them with a printed copy because even if you send them a link to download a digital version of your book, which is great, some people prefer digital. It's easy to forget about that ebook. If you give them a physical copy of a book, most people will be more likely to keep it. They'll have it where they can see it. If your audience is nomadic, perhaps digital is the way to go because they don't want to pack up and take things with them, right? But for most of us, our audience has a home, they have an office, they have a place of work. So giving them a physical book is a way to remind them of you and your expertise because it's sitting there on their bookshelf. So, what about ebooks? I highly encourage the vast majority of my coaching clients. I don't think there's ever been anyone who I've said they shouldn't publish an ebook. I highly encourage the vast majority of my coaching clients to publish an ebook version of their book. 7% of the people surveyed said they only read ebooks. And that does not include any of the 28% of people who said they do digital and print. So 7% just want an ebook version. Unless you're writing a journal or a workbook, there's really no reason not to publish a digital version. Exceptions to every rule, of course, but for most authors, this rule applies. And the cost for ebook conversion to convert your laid out book into an ebook version is minimal and it's often already included in the layout cost for your book. So why not give people who prefer the ebook the opportunity to read on their device? Even some of my clients who publish children's books are doing a digital version because for parents, if you're out with your kids, you don't have that favorite book, you can go onto your tablet or even your phone and read that book with your child or hand it to them and let them read it. And a lot of times parents don't want their kids playing games all day, but it's great if they can read the book on the tablet. Give them that option. Now, the most interesting result from this survey was for me, the number of people reading audiobooks. As of 2019, one in five Americans reported reading audiobooks. Now, in 2016, only 14% of people said they read audiobooks. Just three years later, that percentage had risen from 14% to 20%. And 30% of adults in affluent households said they listened to at least one audiobook in the past year. So consider your customer base, consider your readership, consider your one perfect reader when you're thinking about whether or not you want to do an audiobook version of your book. I have several coaching clients who only read audiobooks. Some of them do so because of vision issues or because of learning differences, but most because they prefer to read that way. They just would rather have the book read to them. I have zero energy for the debate over whether or not audiobooks constitute real reading. Audiobooks are not my preferred format. 
I don't retain information very well from audiobooks unless I'm taking notes. But I still listen to audiobooks on occasion, particularly on road trips, and I consider that I've read the book (laughs) when I'm done listening to it. Audiobook readers are taking in the same information as you and I take in when we read the words on the page. It counts, friend, as reading. It counts. As a self-published author, you will incur additional expenses if you choose to make an audiobook version of your book. To publish through distributors like Audible, which is probably the biggest distributor of audiobooks at this point, it's Amazon's audiobook arm, you have to meet their standards. You can't just sit at home and record something on your smartphone, say this is good enough and upload it as an audiobook. They do have technical standards that have to be met. So you can't just throw it together and you may have to hire someone to help you with the process. Keep in mind also that not everyone is cut out to serve as a narrator, even for their own book. So you may have to hire a narrator, which would be an additional cost. Most self-published authors I found will not invest the time and money to create an audiobook, and it's okay. But it pays before you make that decision to know your audience. If they are listening to audiobooks more and more, it might be worth the investment of time and money for you to produce an audio version of your book. Only you can make that decision. You have to accept that if you choose not to do an audiobook version, you are going to lose out on some readers. But is that a big enough percentage for it to make it worth the time and the effort and the money for you to go out and create this additional version of your book? So what do all of these stats mean for you? With some exceptions, most self-published authors should absolutely publish both paperback and ebook versions. If you want a hardcover version of your book, which some people do, I suggest doing a limited run. Some of my clients have done a hardcover printing just for pre-sales. If you didn't buy it in pre-sales, you couldn't get a hardcover copy of their book. Or they did a run just to give as gifts to specific clients or for specific audiences. Whatever you decide, just make sure you have a purpose for those books before you order, say, 500 copies of your hardcover book, because there is nothing worse than having boxes of books gathering dust in your garage or your basement or the trunk of your car. You should have those books on hand if you choose to do hardcover, but you should make sure you have a way to sell them or leverage them. As for audiobook, you can absolutely be a successful author without publishing an audio version of your book. Just keep in mind that you will be leaving out some small percentage of your potential audience when you do. You have options now that we did not have just a few years ago. You have the ability to publish your book in whatever format you want, in whatever format you believe your audience will best receive it. That's all for this episode, my friends. For more writing tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.